Welcome to Net Support Radio, powered by Anderton Tiger, the official broadcaster of Bet 2020. Listeners, so pleased to be chatting to the fabulous Dr. Alison Clark Wilson. Hello and welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Russell. Oh, thank you so much for joining us on our radio channel. Just tell the listeners a little bit about you and what you are doing at BET this year, please. Most certainly. So um, I'm a former school maths teacher. I think I first went to BET in the 1990s, uh, showing some you know amazing innovation that was around back then. Um, but since then, I've uh, worked as a teacher trainer, as a researcher. And right now, I work on a fantastic project at UCL where we support EdTech entrepreneurs, that's those people with all the bright ideas about all those educational challenges they're going to help solve, um, to really understand whether what they're developing is going to achieve the impacts for which they're designing. Wow. So is that very much a research-based, informed uh, view? Very much so. I mean, what we find is we work with fantastically enthusiastic people. You know, you don't go into education and to try and make money, uh, to be honest. You go in there because you've got some passion or some um, project that you really think is going to make a difference for teachers and learners. And what we do is try to help them to find the existing research that might be useful to them, but most importantly, to learn how they can start to generate their own research findings around their products as they go. So they don't wait until the end when it's all built and they've spent a whole load of money on it to to find out that it might not quite fit the the needs that they've actually designed it for this sounds like the brilliant old knowledge lab stuff that i don't know if they're (laughs) still even going these days but that was what they you know their that was their original aims i think as well and this is fantastic just tell me a little bit more about your audience at bet so are you expecting to draw in entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs or teaching colleagues who have a cracking idea and want to put that into practice. Well, I think it's both of those and more, Russell. I mean, the most important thing is, you know, so many people want the evidence for whether different educational technologies, you know, are worth investing time and and money in, Um, whether it's designers about to embark on their projects or whether it's, as you say, teachers with really good entrepreneurial ideas and they Mm. want to learn how to realise those. But really, I think my audience is the people who actually take up this tech. So whether it's teachers, parents, students, learners, lecturers, you name it so many people now are having to make decisions around which ed techs they're going to bring into their professional practice or into their learning and how do you know and at the heart of this is that evidence is that it's 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 the gold in our golden triangle that really we all need to um, get better at both generating and understanding so we can make some sensible decisions brilliant can i tease just perhaps one or two pieces of advice from you then so let's imagine we're at bet what what can we expect to hear from you in your speeches so I will most definitely be drilling down on what people think research evidence is all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people think of people like myself as researchers away in a lab somewhere, um, you know, a long way away from practice or a long way away from uh, where the ed tech's being created. Um, and in reality, we're really in the heart of this. And, and it's about what's that evidence? What is that, that research evidence? And who needs what? Because no teacher's going to read a 30-page academic paper. Um, similarly, you know, if you go onto a company's website and they've got two or three anecdotes from a school you kind of think well is that is that all you've got so different people want different evidence and different people will make sense of different evidence but what we just need to do is get better at communicating it to each other so my advice is 
you know, when anybody's making a claim about an ed tech, just ask them how they know. <laughs> and you start there. That's the beginning of that, um, of unraveling that uh, mystery. And and does the research take in the kind of um, um, uh, classroom observations from practitioners or are we looking at numbers? And, and, I've, and I'm just trying to drill down a little bit more into this. And is this just a numbers game or, or is there still room for the passion and the motivation and the, the stuff that's ineffable? the stuff that's hard for folks like Ofsted to tick in a box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're in a really difficult place at the moment in educational research because there's no doubt that people who like numbers like to know what effect sizes are and they like huge studies and randomized controlled trials, mm. which might, and I say might, tell you at the end that something works, but it rarely tells you how it works and mm. when it works and who it works well with best and how to get started. So even if you have that, that level of evidence, it's still never enough for us to really learn how we can replicate that in our own classrooms and educational settings. So for me, evidence is whatever is useful for you to be able to answer those questions for yourself. So, for example, if you're a school teacher and you've, you've seen an, an educational technology product in another school, you know, going to visit them, going to see it at work in their classroom, the evidence of your eyes and ears yeah. <laughs> is just as valuable as the evidence that somebody might have written somewhere down. So I think it is, it takes a whole range of forms, but, but ultimately, you know, I don't personally believe that any are better or worse than another. It's about what is going to help you individually to learn a little bit more, to be more informed about any decisions you might be making. I'm so refreshed and inspired to hear this, Alison. I am so I've always said it's always a matter of chemistry you know kids are different the setting is different the school is different the parents are different the socioeconomic groups are different and what works very well over there may not necessarily work very well over here and oh it is so good to have somebody doing this kind of stuff if folks want to access this ahead of your talk or find out a little bit more or perhaps they're a small startup and they're looking to uh, kind of understand a little bit more about the market where can they get hold of you and all of this kind of brilliant service you provide uh-huh. well the most uh, sensible place to go to is our website which is www.educate.london and that's where our front door is really to our project and if you're an entrepreneur developing an ed tech or if you're a teacher with a really good idea that wants to connect with an entrepreneur to help build your idea out, then that's the place for you to go. But equally, we have a very exciting initiative we're beginning called Educate for Schools. Mm. And this is something that I will be saying a lot more about in my uh, t- uh, talk at BET. But this is the, the missing part, which is how do we help the teachers, schools, parents to know how to make some of those decisions around ed tech. How do we help them to stay abreast of the way the technology is going? I mean, for example, lots of people are talking about artificial intelligence and how artificially intelligent systems are going to revolutionize what goes on in schools, classrooms, universities around the world. But what do teachers understand that to be? And how are they going to stay critical of some of those approaches if they don't know what what, what it's all about? No, no, absolutely right. 
we need a place where professionals can go and share the innovative practices that they're developing, learn about these things that are around the corner, um, and really for everybody to gain a better insights of, um, of what's going on in classrooms around the world. I love it. You are the fact checker of the ed tech world. <laughs> in a world of fake news, we Ooh. so need <laughs> someone like you. It is absolutely stunning and amazing. I wish you the very best of success at BET and I look forward to seeing you. Do drop into our studio. I must, must catch up with you again and find out how your sessions went. Alison, thank you so much for joining us. It's absolutely brilliant to talk to you. Thank you very much, Russell. Brilliant. Chatting live there with the fabulous Dr. Alison Clark-Wilson. Thank you so much for joining us. BET 2020. The world's leading edtech show. Join over 34,000 educators and leaders from the UK and overseas and meet over 800 edtech providers and learn from more than 300 of the most influential voices from across the edtech landscape. Wednesday the 22nd of January to Saturday the 25th of January at Excel London. Register now at betshow.com When a beat drops out 